Hello, my name is Jalissa Borkert, and I'm a student at Providence Baptist College. Thank you for tuning in to Maverick Messages. Psalm 115, verse 8. Of course, this is talking about the making of idols by men's hands, and how man has, you know, made their own idols, and worshiping of false gods and so forth. Look at verse 8. They that make them are like unto them. So is everyone that trusteth in them. I want to speak to you for a few minutes on who do you want to be like? Who do you want to be like? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we're thankful. Lord, as we just heard Lord, the fellows sing, so many blessings. Lord, thank you for all you do for us. Lord, you're so good to us, more than what we deserve, more than what we could ever be worthy of. Father, bless this message. I pray that it will uh, have an impact on the hearts and lives of these young people and all those that are listening. Lord, as we look to you as our true God, in Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Thank you. Of course, this chapter is talking about the idols and false gods that man uh, makes and all through the centuries. We see civilization after civilization making their own idols. When men make or fashion an idol, whether out of wood, uh, stone, uh, clay, brick, gold, silver, or whatever, they try to make it uh, as real as possible. They might put eyes on it, ears on it, a mouth on it, uh, hands on it, and even feed on it. But the problem is that it cannot see, hear, speak, feel, or walk. They make these idols for the purpose of worshiping these idols and with the hope that the idol will provide for them. That is the nature and the folly of all idolatry. But only the true God can provide and truly be worshipped. You know, the Bible says that God breathed into man the breath of life, and he became a living soul, a living spirit. Only God can give life. Only God can provide. Man cannot give life. Man cannot provide the things that God can this is all true, but it's not the main emphasis of this message. The main emphasis this morning is, once again, look at verse 8. They that make them are like unto them. Did you know that people become whatever they worship? Whatever people revere, they will eventually resemble. They either do it to great blessing or they do it to much hurt and cursing. This is not only an explanation to why people do what they do, but it's also an answer to why people become what they become. Are you listening this morning? In the book of Romans, I want you to go keep your place in Psalm 115. Please keep a marker there. Uh, or your, your thumb or whatever, Mark 1.15. And go with me to Romans chapter 1. In the book of Romans, 
we see that the Apostle Paul uses the word image. Now the first time he uses the word image, we find in chapter 1, Romans chapter 1, and look at verse number 21. Because that, when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like the corruptible man, and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Here we see, in other words, that instead of worshiping the Creator, they worship the creation. Look at verse number 24. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lusts of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. We see that verse 24 and other verses that follow, they talk about how they, they began to act like the animals and the beasts that they worshipped. The images that they worshipped determined how they behaved. In verse 29, look at verse 29, go down Romans 1, 25, or 29. It talks about how they, they began to act. It gives a list here of all the things that they did. Unrighteousness and fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, envy, murder, debate, on and on it goes. You, could, you can read the following verses. and They began to act like the creatures and the animals that they were worshiping. In, in uh, the example of Romans 1, we see uh, about uh, how they worshiped and, and became like those they worshiped. And then in Romans chapter 8, we see another example of Paul using the word image. It talks about being molded into the image of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. It's the opposite of Romans 1. Look with me in, in Romans chapter 8. Of course, we're all familiar with Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them that are the called according to His purpose. But look at verse number uh, 29 of, uh, of Romans chapter 8. It says, For whom He did foreknow, He also did predestinate to be conformed to the what? image of his son that he might be the firstborn among uh, many brethren. So it's the opposite. In Romans chapter 1, the people uh, worshipped uh, false gods and they became like them. In Romans chapter 8, the Bible teaches us that we, you and I, as worshipers of the true God, we are to be conform to the image of His Son, Jesus Christ. You see, you, are, you and I are either mo being molded into the image of God or some perverted image. The image that you become will be the image that you praise and worship. The image you trust in and exalt. So I'm going to give you three things quickly. First of all, number one is there's a dynamic to understand. There's a dynamic to understand. The word dynamic means this. A force that stimulates change 
or progress within a system or process. It is a, a force that stimulates change or progress within a system or process. There is a spiritual dynamic we see here in Psalm 115 and verse 8. And that is you will be like what you worship or who you worship. In Psalm 115 verse 8 is very clear. The idea of worship is not just the worship or adoration of something or someone, but is also trust and obedience. Uh, people that worship that will begin to trust them or that thing or whatever they, they, they put first in their life, whatever becomes an idol in their life. Uh, you know, uh, in the Garden of Eden, Eve stopped trusting in God and began to trust what the serpent said. Uh, his distorted view of God's word. Uh, later, she, she herself distorted God's word and uh, went to her husband, Adam. And of course, they, they, they uh, ate of the forbidden fruit. And uh, she, she began to act like the one that she was putting her trust in. When Moses came down from Mount Sinai, uh, from uh, uh, receiving the, the Ten Commandments, he came down. And what were the people doing? They had set up a false god. They said, uh, they set up a false god and it was a golden calf. And they said, uh, this is the god that got us out of Egypt. And they began to worship that, that golden calf, an animal. And then they began to act in a terrible way. They began to, to, to sin in the camp, in idolatry, in fornication, and the music, and the and all the things that they did there. And Moses came down and saw all that. You see, the Israelites were acting like animals. They were acting like the image of the animal they were worshiping. Are you with me? Ralph Waldo Emerson, not a theologian, but a man that did study the behavior of people, he said a person will worship something. Those who dominate our thoughts will determine our lives and our behavior. If you worship the earth or the animals that God created, you will be like the animals. You know, it's no wonder that, that in our society today we're seeing young people act like animals. And, uh, and the murder rate and the crime rate and, and uh, just, just young people acting like barnyard animals. Why? Because they've been told for years that we all come from monkeys. We're all animal, part of the animal kingdom anyway. We're all animals. We descended from animals. And, uh, and that's what they're taught. So they figure, well, they might as well act like an animal. No excuse, but... And then you, 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 see, you see that uh, uh, today even young, some young people are obsessed with different kinds of animals and creatures. They say they uh, don't feel like they're 100% human. Some of them say, like uh, 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 fursonas, and you ever heard of furries? Yeah, where these kids literally think they're cats, and they act like cats, go around meowing like cats and dress like cats. They think they're cats. They're called furries or or, or fursuits, different names. I looked up. I didn't even know some of the stuff. People in ancient times would morph into the animals that they worshipped. 
They had no problem offering their, their own children, hey, to crocodiles and other beasts because the animals were more sacred than their own children. Many of the Roman and Greek gods were half human, half animal. Uh, demigods, so to speak. People in our society become like what they are obsessed with. There is a dynamic to understand. You will be like who or what you worship. The second point is this. Not only is there a dynamic to, to consider, but there is a decision to make. And we all have to make that decision. Look in Psalm 115 in verse number 1 with me. In verse 1, Psalm 115, Not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but unto thy name give glory, for thy mercy and for thy truth's sake. And then go down to verse 18. But we will bless the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Praise the Lord. There's a decision to make. Both these verses are a call to bless the Lord, praise the Lord, trust the Lord, and worship the Lord. You see, our God, the true God, unlike false idols, does have eyes that see. Amen? Ears that hear, a mouth that speaks, and hands that feel. You know, we'll never be God, but we can act and look like God. We can be conformed to the image of His dear Son. We can resemble God. Amen? And what is God like? Well, He's the God of the Bible. We know that. Amen? Look at verse 13 there in Psalm 115. It says, He will bless them that fear the Lord, both small and great. The Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. Ye are blessed of the Lord, which made heaven and earth. We see here, the Lord will increase us. He will bless us in verse 15. And uh, we see uh, uh, that uh, uh, He is good. In Psalm 118, verse 1, O give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good, because His mercy endureth forever. God's good, isn't He? Now, Satan is not good. We have a decision to make. Man, people, all of us have a decision to make. The true God or an idol or idols. The most blessed people in the world are those who follow the footprints of the Lord. They remind you of the one they worship. You know the word fan. You think about sports and sports teams and you think about the word fan. You know the word fan uh, means fanatic. And uh, you see a lot of that today. People will worship their uh, the athletes that they want to be like. I remember when I was a kid, especially before I was saved, I wanted to be just like the athletes that I admired. And, uh, you know, big in the baseball. And, and uh, I, my, my, my favorite uh, two uh, players were, a uh, favorite of all was Billy Williams. Some of you probably don't even know who that, who that was or is. Uh, but uh, uh, And then another was Ernie Banks, uh, you know, two Cubs, Cub fan. And I remember as a kid playing minor league baseball, Little League, Babe Ruth, and I'd always want to, to act uh, just like my favorite players. 
You know, I'd step into the batter's box exactly like they would, put my feet where they'd put. I'd hold the bat exactly like uh, uh, Billy Williams did, like this. And he would always come up to the plate, and he before he would go up into the batter's box, he'd always spit. And then he would try to hit his spit with his bat. I did that for years. Do the same thing, imitate him, you know. I'd sit like that and swing and then get in the batter's box. And Ernie Banks used to have this way he'd hold the bat. And he'd always move his fingers like this. And, uh, and, and people, you know, and, and imitate the people you admire. You imitate the, those athletes. I, I remember later on playing basketball when Michael Jordan was, uh, uh, you know, a big star. And, and I found myself playing basketball in the gym with my tongue hanging out, you know. Uh, because Michael Jordan did it, and that's what he would do, and you would imitate these uh, these uh, these people that you admired. Same thing, uh, you know, for for pop stars and celebrities. I mean, fans imitate these people. Uh, the every detail they imitate their clothes and tattoos and piercings and and dance moves and lifestyle, etc. You know, they want to look like them and they want to act like them. Why? Because they idolize them. They'll even vote for whoever they endorse. You know, a lot of people watched the Super Bowl this past Super Bowl for one reason. As you get glimpses of their idol, Taylor Swift. And, uh, and some people will vote the, the way that she votes and, and, and dress the way that she, And that people idolize these celebrities. If a little girl adores a Disney princess, she wants to be a Disney princess. A little boy idolizes a certain superhero. He wants to be like that superhero. It's normal for a little child to imitate their parents. It's normal to see a little child wearing their, their parents' clothes or shoes. The other day, my daughter sent me a picture of my, my little two-year-old granddaughter in her mommy's shoes. Picture that. And that's just natural. They want to imitate those they love, those they admire. They, they want to be like those they idolize. The question this morning is, what do you want to become? Who do you want to be like? Who do you want to imitate? In Psalm 115, look at verse 1. It says, not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but unto thy name give glory, for thy mercy and for thy truth's sake. Wherefore should the heathen say, where is now their God? But our God is in the heavens. He hath done whatsoever he hath pleased. It's no accident that those who worship and follow the Lord become like the Lord. Let me ask you this morning. Are you becoming, are you like the one you worship? Are you like your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? Amen. Has anyone ever said to you, you remind me of Jesus? I'm so unworthy uh, of that uh, and, and, and so undeserving. But there's been a couple times in my life where someone has said, you remind me of Jesus. That greatest compliment you could ever get. Amen? And uh, the, 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 do you remind people of Jesus? Are, are you becoming like Jesus? Are you being conformed to his image? Uh, are you following the Lord that close? You know, the Pharisees, they, they thought that they, they were following their father Abraham. And they told Jesus that. And Jesus said, no, you're not following your father Abraham. You're following your father, the devil. Talk about bold, amen? 
John 8, 44, he said, no, you're following the father of your, your father, the devil, who is a, 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 the father of lies, was a murderer from the beginning, and, and so forth. <laughs> That's who you're following. You are becoming like him. The Pharisees became who they worshipped. Think about the lives of those in the Bible who followed Christ. Think about the changes in their life and how they became like Jesus. Peter was a crude fisherman. Then he followed the Lord. He became like the Lord. Great apostle uh, in the early church. Uh, think about uh, Matthew, a tax collector, sitting at his table. And Jesus came by and said, follow me. And he left it all and he followed Jesus. Became an apostle of Jesus Christ. Zacchaeus, a tax collector as well. Uh, ripped the people off. Robbed the people. Jesus said, Zacchaeus, you come down. I'm going to your house today. Zacchaeus got saved and followed the Lord. And he gave uh, uh, everything back he had stolen four times over. Amen. What a change. Becoming like Jesus. I think of Mary Magdalene. She had several demons possessed by several devils. And yet the Lord Jesus came and saved her and healed her. And she was molded into, into the Lord Jesus. She became like him. And on and on. How about the Apostle Paul? Went from murderer to martyr, from destroyer to peacemaker, from mean to merciful. Amen. He became like Jesus. Psalm 115, verse 1 again, Not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but unto thy name give glory, for thy mercy and for thy truth's sake. Young people, who do you want to follow? Who do you want to be like? Who do you want to imitate? I hope it's the Lord Jesus. We have a decision to make. Don't ever let anything or anyone come between you and the Lord Jesus. He must be preeminent first in our lives. I, I was preaching to our kids program last night. And, and I, I stressed it in the importance of, of not letting anyone or anything uh, uh, get in between you and the Lord Jesus. You need to love Jesus more than you love anyone or anything. Amen. And then lastly, there's a destiny to be determined. There's a dynamic to be considered. You will be who you worship. There is a decision to make who you're going to who you're going to uh, uh, follow and be like. And then number three, there's a destiny to be determined. Look at verse 17 of Psalm 115. The dead praise not the Lord, neither any that go down into silence. But we will bless the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Praise the Lord. Forever? You mean we will worship the Lord forever? Not just for a lifetime or for a generation, but forever? And the answer is yes. Amen to that. The book of Revelation, you know, it's almost like, a, like reading a newspaper ahead of time. It differentiates between those who worship the Lord, those who will worship the Lord during the tribulation, and those who will not. At least 13 times it says, them that dwell on the earth. And as the world grows darker and darker and waxes worse and worse, the Bible uses this term, earth dwellers, over again. When describing the earth's sinful nations and empires, they call their leader, and will call their leader, Antichrist, 
That's what the Bible calls him. Or the beast. You see, they will become like the Antichrist. The beast, the one whose image they will worship. Read Revelation. That is sinful man's destiny. Those that reject Christ. On the other hand, the saints, those that receive Christ in the end times, will worship the Lord God. They will become like Him. That is their destiny. That is, is their, their, their path. You and I will become one of two things. Either like the Lord God who made us, who saved us, or like some distorted version of God. Colossians 3.10, listen to this. And have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. The trajectory of our lives is either pointed to the grace and glory of God or the destruction and darkness of sinful man. Man is prone to make his own idols. You say, well, I don't see people, I don't walk, I don't see people bowing down to wooden images and statues. Well, some do, but no, anything can be an idol. Anyone can be an idol. Money, career, education, job, possession, a house, a car, a cell phone. People worship their cell phone. Wow, come on, worship their cell phone. Their cell phone's more important than their Bible. Cell phone's more important than some, for some young people, more than anything. You don't believe me? Try to take it away. Uh, People worship a lot of things. There are a lot of idols out there. And they become like them and, and begin to even trust them, as we see here in Psalm 115. Who do you worship? What images are you being formed into? Who do you want to be like? Even Christians can set up idols. Do you have an idol in your life? Something that becomes more important to you than the Lord himself? Something that, that's more important than this precious book right here? Amen? Something that's more important than, than serving the Lord and, 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 and doing his will? I don't know about you, but I want to be more like him. I want to be more like Jesus. This is the Christian's path, the Christian's destiny. To be like Jesus. In 1 John chapter 3, verses 2 and 3, and I'm closing. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. And how are we the sons of God? By receiving Christ as our personal Savior. Amen? So now we are the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when He shall appear. We shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Right now, the goal is to grow more and more into his image, to be like him more and more every day. One day, we will be like him in every way. Please tune in again to hear another Maverick message. 